Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Hi there, my name is Joe Martin. I'm pastor at First Baptist in Toledo, and this is a midweek cabin talk. Thanks for taking a few minutes to listen to this. We've been talking on my my in-person Wednesday night um, course on living a life of prayer. Starts at 6.30 on Wednesday. Now this week it won't meet because of our community Thanksgiving service. Um, starts at the same time next Wednesday. We meet with the other churches in our community. <clears throat> but I wanted you to think about this idea of Hebrews chapter thirteen fifteen. It says this, Through him, speaking Jesus, that let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, that gives thanks to his name. Isn't that a great? But can we? how do we do it? Uh, people sometimes make too much of an issue out of the distinctions, but it's often said that thanks is a response to what God is, what God does, how what God has done for us, and praise is a response to who God is, His attributes. Now, maybe um, those are those overlap a lot, even in that passage. But how do we continually offer a a sacrifice of praise to God. How do we do it? And, you know, we, we already know that we are to give thanks in everything. Now, let me ask you a question. Just take a second. As we think about going into this Thanksgiving holiday coming up, <clears throat> excuse me, um, are you more prone to be negative or positive? I wonder sometimes, is that personality or maybe that's experience or maybe you've just been through hard things? It's probably some some combination of them all. Are you more prone <laughs> to praise or talking about problems? Um, I, I have thought about this a lot and I, I, I love people that are just so naturally optimistic. I tend to not be that way. Um, some different people think that this could be, um, this could be personality. Uh, we kind of need everybody to kind of help us have certain awarenesses and and sensibilities, but how? Are, where do you fall on that spectrum between praise and problems? Focus on problems. So, and no matter where we are, how do we offer continually offer a sacrifice of praise? Well, there's some suggestions as we go through life. First of all, one thing is really important: adjust your standpoint. You know, how you see yourself will oftentimes affect how you see others. If you see yourselves as a victim all the time, you will see other people as victimizers. If you see yourself, um, um, uh, you know, it, it, this is really important. If you see yourself as a person who um, who is um, loved and, and um, secure, you'll tend to view other people with a different perspective. 
You know, and you also have to look not just at yourself, but you have to see your trials a little bit differently. If you see your trials as being <clears throat> just the, you know, uh, you know, the unfairness and the arbitrary realities of life, you um, will have less, um, emp- you know, compassion, concern, um, and less thoughtfulness about people who are going, other people who are going through trials. Um, First Peter 1, 7 says, So the proof of your faith being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise of the glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. If you see yourself as that fact that in life you are not alone, that you're going through this hard thing, and and um, and but God is with me, and therefore I'm never alone. And then when I see other people, I'm going to want to not, I'm going to want to be there for them too, be an encourager. This is why Philippians 4, 5 says, let your gentle spirit, your submissive spirit uh, be known to all men. The Lord is near. Do you see that God is near? That can help you offer a sacrifice of praise all the time. No matter what, God is near. No matter how down you feel. And, and you know, it's not a sin to be down. It's not a sin to feel depressed. Philippians, excuse me, uh, Psalm 42, 5. Listen, remember? Why are you in despair, O my soul? (laughs) This is a prayer. And why have you become disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. This is repeated over and over in the Bible. When you remember that God is with you, even when things are really, really hard, you remember he's with you. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Then when you are like Paul and Silas that we see in Acts 16.25, they're beaten up and hanging in a prison. And about about midnight, what were they doing? Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. You know, a lot of people do. The prisoners of this life (laughs) listen to us. People in the prisons of their own difficulty, they listen to how we handle difficulties. And you know what can make a difference where you can actually praise in hard things and in testing and in refining is when you remember God is always with you. Second thing, some people say one of the important things is to adjust your framing. You know, Paul goes on to say this. He says in Philippians 4, 8, he says, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there's any excellence in anything, there it is, worthy of praise, what are you supposed to do? Dwell on these things. This is a conscious practice. This is just like praying. It's practicing dwelling on things worthy of praise. You know, um, I find it's really easy to dwell on the negative, all the things, you know, you get into that, boy, the country's falling apart and everything's terrible. But man, look at how many great things there are. Look at all the good things in your life. Look at all the positives in your life. Look at, there are hard things in your family, but what about the other ones? What about like um, the, the poem says, to ring the bells that still will ring, forget your perfect offering. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. This is this idea that there's nothing out there perfect, but it's so easy to focus on our perfect offering instead of seeing and enjoying the bells that still will ring. I just want to tell you that dwell on what's worthy of praise. And then you have to adjust your practice. This is not automatic. You will not automatically do this. Remember, why are you in despair, O my soul? And why are you disturbed within me? 
That's not a sin. But then he says, here's your practice. Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. This is Psalm 43, 5. You know, remember, practice, that, that as you practice this, remember that it's not just gutting it out and white-knuckling it. It's you need God's help. You need, we when we cry out to like Psalm 51, 15 says, Oh Lord, open my lips that I may declare your praise. God, you got to help me. This is so important. And then the other thing we need to do, sometimes we forget to do this, is adjust our congregational worship when we're together. Let your people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. I will praise the name of God with song and magnify him with thanksgiving. This is what, you know, Psalm 67 and 69, 30 says. So important that when we get together that we do praise God. Yes, we need to sing those great hymns. Yes, we need to sing those declarations and those confessions. But sometimes we just need to say, thank you, God, for being you, for being God. Hebrews 13, 15 says, through him... Then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, that we say it, that give thanks to his name. And this isn't just singing. It is also in our prayer life. You know, one thing I would give you to try between now and Sunday, because Sunday we have a Lord's Supper and I want you to be sure to be there if you can. But Sunday, um, as we gather together and before we get there, Begin to just praise God, not for necessarily what he's done, though that's fine too. Um, Thank him for what he's done for you. But praise him for his attributes. So maybe you'll think about the goodness of God or the faithfulness of God or the uh, presence of God or the love of God. And we'll talk a lot about that coming up as we get into Christmas, uh, the series on Christmas. But I do want to tell you, Start with one attribute that you can focus on and then just praise him. Say, God, I just want to thank you for loving me. I want to thank you for providing for me. You're the Lord God that provides. I want you just to do that practice. Take five minutes every day of your time with God just to praise him. You know, like there's so many of those old songs like, you know, we forget about Jesus, I just want to praise you. Jesus, I just want to praise you. Jesus, I just want to praise you. Praise you for being so good. Just try that, all right? Thanks for watching. Have a great rest of your week.